You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Good. Another week in the books, man. Yeah. Heading into week four now. Got some good games. Yeah. Some good finishes. Um, Man, how I, about that Rams game, though? Yeah, Rams game was awesome. Yeah. Um, Justin Tucker. Yeah. Can a field goal just- be longer than that? Well, considering he almost still missed that one. Oh, it an inch <laughs> longer, that field goal doesn't go in. Like an inch. Yeah. I mean, an inch shorter or an inch longer? An oh, inch of a longer field goal. Oh. Like if the kick the field, was, yeah, I an see. inch shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, if it was, yeah. That was incredible. It wasn't, I mean, it was insane. He also missed a field goal earlier in that game too. It wasn't 66 yards though. No, it was close. It was like 30 something. <laughs> he didn't make a 50 yarder in that game at some point. Yeah. He, he's only good from deep, I guess. You know, he's like a three point shooter type. No, that was insane. That was really cool to see. And congrats also, to him. we saw a uh, kick six, Jacksonville. That was incredible. They uh, tried kicking a field goal. I think it was either going into halftime. Clock expired. It was short. The guy returned mm-hmm. the kick all the way back for a touchdown. Yep. Incredible. Yep. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. It's the only way Jacksonville can score points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Defense <laughs> honestly didn't look that bad against the Cardinals at times. Nah, it's just their offense just looks rough. Yep. It'll get better though. But yeah, man, it's been, uh, it's definitely been a, it was a fun weekend. Uh, not to talk too much about baseball, but our Cardinals are now still undefeated. It seems yeah. like in the past, like what I think 16 week, 16 games now, right? Yeah. Snuck another one in. Yeah, man. So that's awesome. Um, but Hey, we wanted to let everybody know we got a giveaway that we're doing. So this next, uh, this coming see for the next week. So all the way until let's say next one, next Monday. Sure. So we'll do Monday to Monday. All right. So or we'll do Tuesday to Tuesday because the podcast will come out Tuesday. So we'll do Tuesday. So starting tomorrow all the way to next Tuesday, if you come and subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, you'll be in a drawing to get our brand new t-shirt that we just released a couple of weeks ago. So if you want that cool t-shirt, we love it. You can check it out. James, where can they check out all of our information at? Uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFO Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and the internet in general, the Fantasy Monsters or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Boom. So check out the t-shirt on the website. Go to YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the subscribe button, and you can be in the, entered in to win that t-shirt. I'd be really jealous because I don't have one yet. I'm going to need to get one, though, because they are really cool. Yeah. So last week, we introduced our partnership with Generate Health. Uh, just to give you guys some a little bit more background about the organization, Generate Health was formed 22 years ago with the goal to bring together all of the different organizations that impact families, mothers, and babies to basically accelerate positive change in the community. Uh, they had, do have a long track record of uh, partnering with families, uh, public health departments, hospitals, health centers, academic centers, faith-based organizations, advocacy organizations, anything and everything they've been able to partner with. And they have a bold vision, man. Check this out. A bold vision of eliminating racial disparities in infant and maternal health by the year 2033. We know that's a big, that's a, that's a hard thing to overcome. That's a bold statement. It's a very bold statement. I love it. It's a great vision. And then when this vision is achieved, I mean, we're expecting thousands and thousands of families each year just to going to be way stronger, way healthier, 
And let's be honest. I mean, they're going to be around because a lot of these statistics are people, you know, not making it past their first birthday. Like we learned last week. So as the fantasy monsters, we do hope that everybody that listens to our podcast will join us in supporting this organization and the fight, the fight for health equality um, and health equity for moms and babies. Uh, and again, we're going to go ahead and share their website, but go in to learn more, go to their website. You can follow them on Facebook. I think they also have a Twitter, so you can check them out on, on both their social media pages. And you can also learn different ways that you can donate to them if you want. So if you do donate, you can put in there on behalf of the fantasy monsters. That way they know that it, it's, it's, uh, that you guys are partnering with us, with them. Um, but yeah, we really want you guys to check it out because it's a huge deal here in St. Louis and we really just want to be able to help get their name out, um, for all of the positivity that they're trying to bring to St. Louis. Yep. So definitely check them out. Um, but again, we do have, uh, some monster news we got to get into James as well. So what do we got in monster news this week? Yeah. A couple pieces. Um, Sterling Shepard, he left week three early with a hamstring injury. Uh, no updates after they also lost Darius Slayton in this game. So, um, Sorry, but it just gets worse to be a New York Giants fan. Dal- yep. Yeah, Dalvin Cook and Daryl Henderson both missed the game. Uh, Alexander Madison had himself a good game. Sonny Michelle did the best he could. But, yep. um, he didn't look terrible. No, he didn't look terrible, but that was a passing game. Yeah, that was definitely a passing game. Uh, Juju, he's dealing with bruised ribs. Keep an eye out on that one. Hopefully Deontay Johnson's back for week four. He missed yeah. week three. <laughs> Rashad Bateman. He will yes. be practicing this week. So I'm so there's excited a chance for this. He gets out there this week, and I am like I think Marquise Brown's going to be the one at least for a while. But I am mm-hmm. curious to see how this changes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, last piece of news we'll talk about real quick is AJ Brown is week to week with a strained hamstring. Yeah, that one hurts, man. Hopefully, it won't be out too long. But he's been he's been struggling this year. Yeah, that's funny. Actually, just realized I forgot this one. CMC also. Left early. Can't believe I forgot to put this one in there. But oh, yeah. I imagine everyone on the planet knows already. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's going to be out two weeks. It's a mild strain, so hopefully he should be back and good in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chubba Hubbard, you haven't grabbed him. He'll be good for at least a week or two. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll be about it. But, uh, you know, that was the Thursday night game, right? Yeah. Can yeah. we uh, stop playing Thursday night football games, please? I don't know. I, I like swear, it. Joe Burrow... Or Joe Mixon go down this week, <laughs> I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be very mad. I mean, Thursday's not any different than playing Monday night. So what's the? No, it's very different. That's because it's a shorter week, right? By a day, but you also get longer. Thursday nights are just awful. They're awful. I like. Thursday Don't make night an football. NFL team play a game with three days off in between their games. Well, that's if they played Monday night. No, it's if they played Sunday. Three Is days it? off: Monday, Monday Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. and then they got to play Thursday. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Stupid. I'm not 100% sure about this, but I believe CMC also got hurt last year on a Thursday night game. Yeah, we'll Could be it wrong, out. but... um, Okay, let's get it rid of Thursday night. What do you want to move them to, Fridays? No, just play them on Sundays. Eh, it's a lot on Sundays. Did you hear that they're moving playoffs now are going to be on Monday nights? Okay. I'm just saying. I'm fine with that. We'll see. Because it's going to be Saturday, Sunday, Mondays, I guess. Yeah, playoffs, uh, wildcard rounds, they usually play Saturdays. So, All right, well, that's our news for this week. Monster guys. Yep, week three in the books. Now it's time for week four, monster guys. Yeah, we weren't too hot last week, but we're going to make up for it this week, so don't worry, guys. 
Um, let's start with quarterbacks. Yeah. You want to go with your guy or my guy? We'll talk about my guy first. Um, Sounds good. I'm going Joe Burrow against Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, not sneaky. bad. Bengals have been one of my favorite teams to watch so far this year. I don't know why. They're just, they're fun. Uh, T. Higgins should be getting back out there. Have his full receiver core. We'll mention some of the other players later about Joe Burrow, but um, good matchup. It is a Thursday night game, so that does throw some uneasiness up in the air. But I like Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, I actually, you know, was thinking about that one myself and then realized you're probably going to take him, so then I decided not to. Uh, Now let's go to Caleb's. This is the biggest shot anyone's called on this show all year. Yeah, so you're hearing it first. All right, I like my shot, though. It is a shot. Justin Fields. All right. If he plays again. Oh, he's going to play. Well, now that he could be out like another two weeks. Well, yeah, but now they're saying, well, no. I mean, the, uh, so Matt Nagy came out this week and said that Andy Dalton. Today, yeah. Andy Dalton needs more time. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But then apparently Nick Foles is also now in the play and play. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think Justin Fields is going to be in. I think they figure out their offensive line issues this week. I don't think this was all Justin Field related. Uh, and if oh, you really watch that, that game, last week was Justin Fields related. <laughs> if you watch this all, game, man, none of it. Cleveland just blew that line to pieces. And I think this week they're going to get that crap figured out. Justin Fields is going to have some time in the pocket. They're playing Detroit. Yeah. Detroit is one of the worst defenses right now in the league. Pass defense. They didn't do bad against Lamar de- last week. But, yeah, but pass defense, they're yeah. not, they're, they're better. Their run defense is better than their pass defense. So. I think Justin Fields is going to figure out having some time and he can be electric when he has time. I think they're going to get it squared away. I think he's going to have a monster, monster week this week. I'll probably throw call him my in. shot. Okay. I'll throw him in a DFS lineup now. See ya. See how that goes. Yeah, man. All right, let's go to running backs. Okay. I'll start off uh, Antonio Gibson against the Falcons. Another, I, I do like this game. It projects to be a pretty, pretty good, yeah. pretty good game. Antonio Gibson last week. If you missed that 73-yard um, reception. reception play, <laughs> put that one in here. Yeah, insert clip now. Pure athleticism. Yeah, dude, it was awesome. Pure athleticism. <laughs> it was so good. Like, that might be top three plays so far this season. Like, yeah. he gave it everything. Incredibly fast, agile, and just a bruising running back. Also saved his game. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he wasn't doing... But he's been efficient on the ground. You just... I'm calling the shot. They're giving him the ball this week. Mm-hmm. He's going to go off. Atlanta's defense doesn't scare anybody. So that's, yeah. Yeah. I No, I, I actually don't. I don't mind that one at all. I'm going Joe Mixon. I like. I love this one. Yeah. So again, we're, we're talking Cincinnati against Jacksonville. You know, you're taking the quarterback. I'm going to take the rushing game. Um, honestly, I don't feel like I can go, go wrong. And Mixon last week, stat sheet didn't look that great. But if you watch the game, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Mixon is so far... The first three weeks of the season, the best running I've ever, I've seen out of him. He looks great out there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be fine the whole year, which it's is why Thursday night, though, like you have no idea how right. terrified I am. It's Thursday, but I mean, they're, again, they're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville's definitely, you know, they've been struggling offensively, so I think I think they're going to come out. The Bengals are going to come out to a pretty quick lead. Uh, yeah, and I think again. they're just going to hand the ball off to Joe Mixon. So, wide receivers. Yep, mine. Uh, I usually don't go for guys like this, but um, I'm going Tyree Kill because he's yeah. coming off two really under, bad weeks. I yeah, say underperforming. Bad, but, yeah. Um, shouldn't be terrified. It's Tyree Kill. It's against Philly. 
statistically so far this season, their defense looks okay. Mm-hmm. They've also played the Falcons, and I forget who they played week one, and they're about to play the Cowboys tonight. They don't. They really don't scare me. It's Tyree Kill. It's the Chiefs. This could be one of his 35-point games. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of starting to fall in, though, a little bit with that boomer bust like he was a couple years this ago. Is, but this is definitely the worst stretch, two-game stretch he's had yeah. in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was my number one wide receiver coming into this year, so he's uh, he's making me look a little dumb the first few weeks. I mean, weeks, he but... did destroy the league week one, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but then, then we all looked like geniuses. Um, Mine, I, I also, I think this is a little bit of a shot as well. This one's, yeah. It's, it, but it's, it's very sneaky, and honestly, he arguably didn't have a bad game. No, he looked very good out there. So I'm throwing out OBJ. A lot of people hating on OBJ. First I Minnesota. I don't, I don't mind the hate. <laughs> I think he needs some of it to kind of get back to his old form. Um, but he looked fine this oh, yeah. past week. Still and his hands still incredible. Yeah, route still, running. still, still really great. good route running. They I did. love. There go ahead. Go. Uh, my bad. Okay, so I love the fact that they were getting him involved quickly. Yeah, nine targets in the game. Yeah, hit him up early in the game. Yeah, too. very, very early, trying to get him involved. I got a little nervous after halftime because he didn't come out right away, and then, yeah. then he came out, yep. and I'm like, okay, we're cool. That happened. Yeah. But Minnesota, I mean, we know what their defense is. It's not been great. So no, I just think that good. they're going to be able to score some points. And I think OBJ could have a big week. Yeah, I like it. Tight ends. We, we, could we care will less, say but. tight ends last week. That's where we really got, <laughs> we really we got, really got hurt um, <laughs> yeah. last week. <laughs> Caleb picked TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah. I believe he had uh, the lowest amount of targets he's seen since, since his, his rookie, rookie season. Yeah, rookie and it was year. one of his last games before he got hurt. Yep. Um, <laughs> it was bad. And then Kyle Pitts. I don't he think didn't I had a catch, catch a ball until the, the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. And then when he gets the ball, he looks great. Yeah, and they start dude. going to him. He did, did just miss on a red zone play, but <laughs> you don't throw Kyle Pitts the ball until the fourth quarter. When you literally have no one else to throw to, like you have Calvin Ridley out there, but Russell Gage Ridley didn't did play, fine. right? No, I yeah, didn't, Gage didn't play. Right. I mean, so, so what is happening? <laughs> you can't, you can't game script. Probably one of the best cat pest catchers. <laughs> You, you took could him, ever you have took him fifth overall. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I just turned the football game on. No, was it fourth? It was fourth overall. My bad. They took him fourth overall. Yeah. Fifth overall. That was Jamar Chase. But still, dude. irregardless <laughs> whether he was the fourth was overall ridiculous. pick or fifth overall pick. Yeah. We we definitely missed last week with tight ends. So we're going to make it up for this week. Yeah. I'm going Kittle. Yeah. Kittle. He's coming off his best game of the season. He looked yep. great at the end of that game against the Green Bay Packers. Unfortunately, they couldn't hold on. If you're scared at all of Kittle, don't be. The first couple weeks, Debo was hitting it off. They didn't really need him much. Last night, they needed Kittle. He showed up. I like Kittle this week against Seattle. Should be a decently high-scoring game. Yeah, no, I, I do like that as well. Seattle, I've just never been able to really cover tight ends. Um, I'm going Logan Thomas against Atlanta. I mean, again, I'm, I'm kind of throwing out... We, we're kind of throwing out some Washington guys here, but... Yeah. We'll talk about another one. Logan later. Thomas again is having a really, a really decent season. Yeah, he's and, getting uh, in the end zone. He's, he's finding the, the end zone. zone twice in the three games. Yeah. His targets aren't super high, but he is a reliable threat for Taylor. Tyler, is it Taylor or Tyler? Taylor. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. And he, he's, he's somehow he's finding Logan Thomas almost more than he's finding, you know, like Dynamy Brown and Terry yeah. McLaurin. Oh, yeah. and Logan like, Thomas, hundred percent of the second yeah. leading receiver on this team. Yeah. So I think Logan Thomas again, Curtis st- Samuel should be back soon, but until then nothing's going to change. Right. And against Atlanta again, we don't care about their defense. So yeah. And their offense is what it is. <laughs> they're not Oh, and three though. They're not. They're 0-3, not three, which, which is so funny. Cause didn't, didn't you just say earlier, there's only a couple teams left that there's are five. Yeah. There's five teams that are three and Oh, 
And there's five that are 0 and 3. Yeah. Jeez Louise. What's the most shocking? I know we're talking about monster guys, but what's the most shocking one to you? Maybe the Raiders undefeated. I was thinking the Raiders. The one that probably has to hurt the most is the Colts being 0 3. Like, how does that feel, JT? Oh, JT. Yeah. Yeah, that one's that one's definitely got a sting for him. Yeah, I mean Jacksonville 0 3 makes sense. Lions 0 3 makes sense. Jets 0 3 makes sense. The Giants 0 3. Tough break, but your team sucks. Like, and then the teams that are three and zero. Yeah, Vegas stands out, and the Panthers stand out. Broncos, yeah. they've been playing well. They're three and zero. They've been playing well. I'll give it to them. They haven't had a hard schedule, but they'll be. They could be a playoff team for sure. Yeah, yeah. They're. I mean, their defense is solid. They just need a quarterback. I mean, that division right now, though, you got Raiders and Broncos three and zero. Chiefs one and two. <laughs> That's so crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> That's so crazy. That is gonna change very quickly. But. Oh, it, it will. Well, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that was that was fun. But those are our monster guys this week. If you got them, play them. Um, and if you don't, well, I'm sorry. Maybe next week we'll have one of your guys. <laughs> week four preview. Here we come. We're gonna chat Thursday night game. Jacksonville at Cincy. Let's go Jacksonville first. What okay. we got? Coming off a. Uh... Tough loss. It was close for most of this game, to be honest. They had the lead for a little bit going into halftime. Then it fell apart. The defense <laughs> looks good at times. Same with the offense. It's yeah. just hard for them to string things together. Lawrence, again, two interceptions in this game, only one passing touchdown. Again, one of them was bad. One of them wasn't that bad. I really wish they had wide receiver error stats or like mm-hmm. offensive player error stats. So they don't yeah. go against the We've quarterbacks been talking about when this. a wide receiver like deflects the ball in the air mm-hmm. or he can't make a play. I wish they had that, but they don't. So it gets credited to Trevor Lawrence. James Robinson, big game though. Yes. A lot of receiving work, six targets, six receptions, 46 receiving yards, 88 yards on the ground on 15 carries with a touchdown. Robinson's a mid to low end RB two for this game against, um, Cincy. Yes, Cincy, my bad. And Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones looks good. He is by far the best receiver on this team. Caught six of his eight targets for 62 yards. Chark's the one that got in the end zone. But I'm playing Marvin Jones as a low-end wide receiver, too. That connection's strong. I think it's going to keep going against Cincinnati. And you're not playing Lawrence or anyone else on this team. Yeah, I mean, you may toss Chark in as a flex if you're desperate. Again, but he just got the end zone. He caught three passes, 49 yards. Yeah. Had a bad drop in this game, too. He did. He, and he's having really bad drops now. Yep. Nice play. Uh, sorry, we're also watching the Monday night game. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he is getting the end zone. He's still getting targeted, but uh, he's just not getting the receptions. I'm, I'm not personally willing to play. Yeah. I have him in Dynasty, and he's on my bench. So I did not even draft him. All right, let's look at Cincy. Cincinnati. If you haven't been watching Cincinnati games, you need to watch them. They are they are honestly fun to watch. The defense he can implores get, you. Yeah, I implore you. <laughs> this is our second take. I used that earlier and then pressed Caleb. Yeah, yeah I can my use bad. some five dollar words sometimes. Yeah, sure. Continue. Bengals fun to watch. Burrow's coming off a pretty good game. Three passing touchdowns, only one hundred seventy two yards. My monster quarterback of this week. I mm-hmm. like Burrow. Mixon, another great game. Stats sheet-wise, it's not going to blow you away. But just if you watch the Bengals games, like I tell you to, he 
looks incredible. This is probably his best three-game stretch so far of his career. Hopefully, T. Higgins is back for this game, but without him, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd both had good games. Yeah, do you see... By the way, do you see Jamar Chase starting to take over this offense now? He is, but I... Jamar Chase, I'm debating because next week we were planning on doing some like trade target um, people to target in trades mm-hmm. and some people to trade away. And Jamar Chase might be one guy I might tell you to trade away. Some of his underlying statistics from him are kind of um, concerning. Mm-hmm. Like he has 11 receptions on the season, but has four touchdowns. Hmm. Yeah, hyper-efficiency type. Very hyper-efficient. He's got 220 yards, which is good. He's averaging 20 yards per catch. But they he just needs to be targeted more. He can handle it. And if you didn't see his one of his touchdown grabs, I'll put that one right here. Mm-hmm. On, like, perfect. Just snagged it out of the air, running full speed in the back of the end zone. Great play. He's super talented. You're playing Chase in this game as a low-end wide receiver, too. Mm-hmm. With or without Higgins, Higgins out there. How do you feel about Higgins? Well, normally I really like T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins is the guy that's more of that possession type receiver that's getting the targets. But uh, it just kind of depends. I always, I always like to give it at least a week when someone comes back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just to just to make sure. But I would still rather play. T- I would still rather play T. Higgins because he just gets the receptions. I would rather play Chase regardless. I'm playing Chase. Boyd and Higgins are both flex plays in this game because I think this is going to be one of those offense where most weeks two of the receivers do good, but one of them's going to be left out. So and Boyd, past couple games, he's had some big catches, hasn't been seeing a ton of targets, caught four receptions in the last week against Pittsburgh for 36 yards. He got in the end zone. He is a good receiver, mm-hmm. but he's definitely the third best receiver on this team, which sucks. Right. All right. Next game. Yep. Washington. At Atlanta. Washington. No boy. They did not have a great time against the Bills last week. No one really did anything. Taylor Heineke can move, though. He's um, he's, <laughs> he's a very, very mobile, yeah. capable rushing quarterback. Mm-hmm. Did throw two interceptions last week. Terry McLaurin was stifled a little bit. Only caught four of his seven targets for 62 yards. Not a terrible game, but... Need to haul in a little bit more. Antonio Gibson. Oh, if you didn't watch the Monster Guys video. Check it out. I'll put this. I'll put it in here again. I'll do twice the work just oh. because of how incredible it was. 73-yard reception for a touchdown. Yep. Awesome. Very awesome. Yep. This game, Antonio Gibson, we love. I love Terry McLaurin in this game against Atlanta. And Logan Thomas is a very good tight end play mm-hmm. against Atlanta. I honestly think in a DFS lineup, if you're in a tournament, you could maybe throw like a Taylor Heineke, Terry McLaurin stack, or maybe even add a Logan Thomas in there. The prices are right. You could get crazy and do it if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, especially against this Atlanta defense, man. I think you can go. The one thing, though, is, you know, Gibson's getting a little frustrating. You know, I mean, 12 carries for 30, 31 yards. I just want to see him starting to be a little bit more efficient. Yeah, because it's starting to worry me with J.D. McKissick, who's, you know, he's not getting as many carries, but he's definitely way more efficient when he is getting those touches. So I don't want to see anything happen. Okay. You want to talk Atlanta? Yeah, we can go Atlanta. We have to readdress that, once again, Kyle Pitts did not get a freaking catch 
until the fourth quarter in this game. <laughs> yeah. And we are still trying to figure out why. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know what they're doing down in Atlanta. I know all of the Atlanta people hate us right now, but that's fine. Um, you know, put up these hate blockers. What are you going to do? Nothing. Uh, Matt Ryan. I mean, he's not doing terrible. I mean, 243 yards, two, two touchdowns on the game. It's not, it's not bad, but I just, I not mean, who you, there's who, not, there's no upside in this offense right now. I'm not touching a running back unless maybe his name's Cordell Patterson. And he's not even a running back. He's a wide receiver. He's a running back in most platforms as well. He's the dual thing. You could, you could throw him out saying, there yeah. as a high end flex play. Cause he's seeing enough work, seven carries. His, his rushing efficiency isn't good, but when you no, counteract 2. it with 9. his receiving work, he's a playable player. Calvin Ridley. He hasn't had an explosive game yet, but he has been good this season. Mm-hmm. Eight receptions for 61 yards in this game. Kyle Pitts, again, only caught two passes for 35 yards. Yep. I'm playing Calvin Ridley. Still playing him as a low and wide receiver one. He sees the targets. He's talented. Washington's defense is scary, but they've also let some things happen so far this year. Yeah. And then I'm still playing Kyle Pitts as a mid-tight end one. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to. I mean, the thing is, though, is like we've we've all known this. We said this when we did our video talking about Kyle Pitts and tight ends. Rookie tight ends, just they do not come out. Doesn't matter how talented they are and light the world on fire. They just don't. Mm-hmm. And you see in this game where, don't get me wrong, one of the most underrated things about the New York Giants football team right now, their defense is solid. At times. They're True, but it's I feel like it's way more consistent than their offense. <laughs> yeah. But but their defense is not bad. But I don't know what Atlanta's trying to do. Like when you have your number one receiver is technically a running back, you know, Calvin Ridley got eleven targets, but then past Cordell Patterson, you're still trying to figure out who that next guy is. Yeah. Why is it not Kyle Pitts? I don't know. Why is he not seeing at least seven or eight targets a game? I just don't get. I I don't get it. It's 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 that obvious. I feel like. Oh yeah. Because when he gets that the simple. ball in his hands, he makes plays. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Two receptions for thirty-five yards. That's a hell of a game. Yeah. <laughs> he just needs more. So very frustrated with this with this Atlanta team. Sorry, all of you Atlanta fans, but definitely irritated. Yep. You got anything else? No, I want to go to the next game. All right, Texans Bills. Texans. Yep. It was bad for Davis Mills. I'll give him, he had one really good drive going into halftime. He took him all the way down the field, did it all with his arm, scored a touchdown. He's had one good NFL drive so far. That's about it. Brandon Cooks. Still doing it, though. Still doing it. He is a wide receiver, too, right now. Play him. He's getting the targets. He looks great with the ball in his hands. I will say shout-out Anthony Miller. He had a couple good catches in that game. You're not playing him. You don't need to roster him. I just want to no, shout I'm just him gl- out. No, I'm just glad he's... He's doing something. Yeah, he something. had a couple good catches in that game. But that's it. You're just playing Brandon Cooks. And um, the other side of this game, Buffalo. Buffalo's coming off back-to-back demolishings of teams. Josh Allen had a great game. Mm-hmm. Four passing touchdowns. Also had a rushing touchdown. Receiving game-wise, though, Diggs hasn't been incredible this year, though. He still saw 10 targets in this game, caught six of them for 62 yards. Emmanuel Sanders just came down with the two touchdowns, had some big plays, caught five of his six targets, 94 yards, two touchdowns. The rest of the work was uh, scattered around. Dawson Knox 
had a little bit. He got in the touchdown. Zach Moss had a little bit of the receiving work, got in the touchdown. Mm-hmm. As far as the running backs go, Moss was just the better running back in this game. He yeah. was. He saw more work. He was more efficient. He he, he did better than Devlin Singletary. But I feel like this is what we deal with every, almost this every is, game. We though. did all last year, and this is who, why who, who, I tell who, you not to yeah. get into it. So we say this every year. Don't draft one of these guys because it's as simple as you're having to guess who's going to be the hot guy that week, which is why we're both surprised that they still didn't go get a running back. Yeah. <laughs> Because they can't even choose between the two they have. Yep. Yeah, you know you're playing Josh Allen. Uh, you're playing Stephon Diggs. Still, if I'm picking a second receiver, it'd be Cole Beasley. He saw yeah, 13 targets in this game, 11 receptions for 98 yards. Yeah. I'm playing him he was as a leading a, receiver. Yeah, as a high-end flex play. And if you have to pick a running back, right now it's Zach Moss. Next yeah. week, I could be telling you it's Devin Singletary. Yeah, I always would go Zach Moss just because just I do think he's the better running back, but... I still, I, I still, I, I mean, I've watched so many, I've, I've watched them both so much now, and I still don't They're know, very really similar. know which one's better. They're very similar in my, in, in my opinion, but I just think Zach Moss is a little bit better, but Buffalo don't know. Let's be, let's be honest. Who's the best rusher on the team? Josh Allen. He's the most dangerous for sure. <laughs> All right. You got anything else you want to add? Nope. All right. Lions Bears. Uh, this one could be pretty quick. Lions, if you haven't fully realized yet, DeAndre Swift's going off. DeAndre Swift is incredible. DeAndre Swift, I'm really starting to like him. I've <laughs> even been talking, thinking about sending major trade offers out for him in most leagues. And you want to know why? There's a little secret why. He's seen 23 targets on the season, caught 19 of them for 166 yards and a touchdown. When we were doing our running back rankings, I said, I'm betting DeAndre Swift has 80-plus targets this season. Mm-hmm. And if he gets that, he's going to be a top-end running back. Yep. He is on pace to shatter that. They're using him all over the field. He is their best receiver. Yep. I think he's a better receiver than TJ Hawkinson for them. He looks incredible. And, by the way, they're giving him a ton of rushing attempts as well. He's still the leading rusher on the team. DeAndre Swift's killing it. DeAndre Swift is a low end RB1 right now. Yeah, man, I actually really like, um, you know, I guess to me, I guess Detroit's come out and realized we don't really have any good wide receivers um, because they, you know, drafted. Well, you don't of like them. Khalif Ryman? No. Oh. Um, or Quintez Cephas or Amon Ross St. Brown. None of them. I don't really care. But uh, what's what's crazy is, is I feel like they've realized, OK, we don't have anybody really to put out there besides TJ. So let's just take the two decent running backs because they, and honestly, I mean, they got Jamal Williams too, who's also having a pretty good season. Yeah. <laughs> in retrospect, so we got these two no, good yeah, running can, backs. You can throw Jamal Williams out in the flex and, most weeks. Well, and yeah, and then you can pl- just simultaneously have them both on the field, put one in the, oh, in the that's slot. What, that's what they one do. The back, yeah. Yeah. Jamal Williams, when he's lining up in the running back slot a lot, DeAndre just out there the as slot. a wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. Or out wide. Yeah. So, and that, dude, you got to do what you got to do to win games. And unfortunately, almost did it. Yep. If it wasn't almost for this freaking 66-yard field goal that if it was a centimeter shorter would not have gone I in. mean, when you, like, <laughs> if you, like, in 50 years now, if you had to go back and, like, I want to look at the longest field goal ever kicked in an NFL yeah, game. we watched it. You expect it to be like, wow, that was, that was yeah. close. That was as close as you can get. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, this is crazy. But unfortunately, they ended up losing. But uh, yeah, I do like, I mean, at least they're game scripting. And DeAndre Swift, seriously, if you don't have him, 
You're gonna need to give a lot he's up to get him. Twenty but, touches a game right now, dude. Like, he's he's and he's efficient. If he keeps the same pace, he's top five, if not top three. I'm putting him there. I mean, you can maybe I, do that now. If he's gonna get he, his head start on like Dalvin Cook and CMC. You're well, and Dalvin Cook time, and CMC like are both that. missing time. Yeah, and Derrick Henry. Even though, and we'll we'll talk about him later. He's getting some receptions this he year. Is. We he's not getting about this. That later. No, no. So, so you know, it, there, he could be up there. Yeah, like uh, yeah, low end RB one right now. Jamal Williams flex play. T.J. Hawkinson high end tight end one. All right, let's go to the Bears. Bears. It's been really tough for Allen Robinson owners. I understand. I know the pain. I am one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to keep playing him though. Yeah, there's nothing else you could we do. You don't have to, but you should. Yes, you should. Especially this week. They've run into a lot of tough matchups, and again, the Bears had nine. Justin Fields got sacked nine times in this game. Yeah, stupid man. He only completed six passes on twenty attempts. Uh, his QBR was six. If you didn't know, that is awful. That is yeah. really bad. I'm actually just going to take one second because. The Bears also had a ton of sacks in this game, so I want to calculate how many sacks were total in this game. Oh, wow, 14 sacks in this game between the two teams. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, aggressive. Yeah. You also got to look at how many times Justin Fields was under pressure. Oh, you mean every snap? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, he was literally running <laughs> for his freaking life back there. Pre- Honestly, watching the game... I knew Allen Robinson only had two receptions for 27 yards, but the six targets, you could have told me he had three targets. Like, mm-hmm. it was awful. No one for the Bears did anything. Montgomery had a couple plays where he shined, but they just, they were down. They just couldn't keep going, so. He's not in. Yeah. He's not in. We're good. Okay. Um, sorry. I'm focusing on this right now. I'm sorry. I'm watching the Monday night game, too, so. I'll watch it later. Um. You play Montgomery, high in RB2 right now. He still looks good out there when he's got the ball in his hands. Allen Robinson, mid to low end, wide receiver two right now. Mooney for this game. I don't know. I don't know about Mooney for but this game. This is your Justin Fields shot call. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm telling you guys right now. I'm shot calling. You're hearing it first right here. Justin Fields is going to have a monster game this week. I think they're going to figure it out. I think, honestly, I think what happened is, is well, I, I don't know what was going on with that offensive line. They were just getting blown up literally It was mostly every Miles play. Garrett. Because, it, I, honestly, if you lost a look, they couldn't run the football either. They couldn't do anything. Well, they anything. just didn't really try either. I'm blaming Matt Nagy. Yeah, that, I'm, all, I'm always, Let's I'm just, always yeah, good with blaming Matt yeah, Nagy. Yeah, I mean, forget the guy. Shout out to Matt Nagy. You shouldn't have a job. Uh, I don't think they game script really well for him to succeed. No. I just don't. I don't think they did it. Well, at all, he didn't have any like he couldn't. They wouldn't even let him run. He needs to run. He needs to be out in space. He needs to be able to get the ball downfield. I mean, yeah, half of his rushing yardage came on one run. Yeah, it's just. But I think this week they'll get us. They'll get it figured out against Detroit. And I don't think Darnell Mooney would be a solid play, but I do think if you want to do uh, play Allen Robinson, you definitely should play him this oh, week. Oh yeah, you have to play Allen Robinson because Justin do. Fields is going to be back. Okay. And when he does have a monster week, I'll go buy his jersey. I've been thinking about it. Yeah, so just letting you all know. Next week, if he has a big week, I'll have his jersey. Panthers-Cowboys. Yeah, let's do it. Cowboys are still not done playing by the time we've uh, recorded this. But somehow, even though the Panthers are 3-0, and looks like Dallas has uh, picked a win. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Panthers haven't really had a tough schedule. Look good at times, though. Darnold looked pretty good so far this season. Not going to play him, though. Sucks we don't have CMC for this game, so you can't play him. Hubbard? <laughs> Sorry, I just realized that Sam Darnold didn't even throw a touchdown this week. No, yeah, he didn't. But he <laughs> threw 304 yards. <laughs> That's crazy. He had two rushing touchdowns. He had two though. rushing touchdowns. Yeah, yeah that's, that's nice. And then the tight end had a rushing touchdown. <laughs> Strange, but... <laughs> Whatever. Chubba Hubbard. Low-end RB2 for this game. Low-end. Yeah. I'm not expecting like him to set the world on fire, but he should be good. Yeah, he was pretty efficient. Yeah, I do think they'll throw some Royce Freeman out there. It's not just going to be all Chubba Hubbard the whole game. We move down to receivers. DJ Moore is very good. Yeah. DJ Moore is a mid to high end wide receiver too. 12 targets last week against the Texans. Eight receptions, 126 yards. Hopefully we see him get in the end zone more. You're playing DJ Moore. Terrence Marshall and Robbie Anderson, though, I don't want to touch. Like, Robbie Anderson, I said it last week. You could have another game like that that he had last week. Mm -hmm. It was worse. One reception for eight yards on. Two targets. Yeah, it's not good, man. I don't know what's going on with Robbie. He's going to have games where he's perfectly playable, and he ends up having a good game, maybe even have some great game. I don't know if you're going to know him. And then Terrence Marshall, he's just... He's kind of seen the dink and dunk treatment. Five targets, four receptions, 48 yards. He hasn't made any, like, super incredible plays yet this season. I'm just playing DJ Moore, Chubba Hubbard. Yeah. You, would you touch Sam Darnold as a... No. Okay. I was going to say as um. Why can't that stream, streaming quarterback this week? No. Maybe if CMC was there, I would think about it. Okay. That's fair. All right. Let's go Cowboys side. Cowboys. Dak, play him. Zeke, you play him. Pollard, you can play him. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb, you play him. Mari Cooper, you play him. Five players. Done. You play those five players. <laughs> and you should be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Colts, Dolphins. Oof. Yikes. JT. The return of Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Ooh. God, it was in Miami, NFL though, wasn't it? Just... <laughs> yeah, you think yeah, that one's going to get overshadowed? The, that homecoming's going to get overshadowed a little bit by the uh, Brady going back to uh, Foxborough? Oh, yeah, for sure. Which one do you think people care about more? Well, I think, yeah. Well, I mean, because Jacoby's playing in Miami, though. It's a joke, but yes, but, yeah. that doesn't mean playing the team. But, yeah, that's fair. So we'll go Colts. Mm-hmm. Wentz, oh, Nelson, he's also out. Got a high ankle sprain this past week. So, Carson Wentz, Quentin Nelson, both had the same injury in preseason. Both come back at the same time. Carson Wentz gets his ankle sprains last week. Quentin Nelson gets them this week. Yeah, do you think that like they just like, hey, dude, we should uh, we should do ankle injuries together? Yeah. Like, do you just think they like plan? Like, you know, how, like you you talk to somebody before school and be like, dude, let's wear this, wear the same shirt. Like they just do all that crap together because they've literally done it now. Like two separate injuries. Yeah. Same time. I mean, if it happens the third same time. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah been, they got to be, they got to be pre together in the locker room. They've <laughs> yeah. been. Right. They're eating lunch and everything together too. Yeah. I honestly, they, they said they've came out and said Carson Wentz should be playing this week. Yeah. 
I find that crazy with a double ankle injury, but hey, man, more power he, to you. I mean, didn't look terrible for a little bit in this game. They are holding up until about the fourth quarter. You're not playing Wentz, though. Jonathan Taylor, we got um, we got something to talk about here. Yeah. Give him the football. Uh, yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Um, Frank Reich, uh, brother, you're not as bad as Matt Nagy, but, dude, you're getting close. Because Jonathan like, Taylor looked good in this game. He had he, he had three targets, one reception for eight yards. This dude needs to be getting targeted way more than that. Yeah. Well, um, just more rushing at 10 carries. 10 carries. Yeah, 10 why carries. is Naeem Hines getting six carries? He doesn't need six carries. No. He, he Dude, Jonathan Taylor. So JT was 6.4 was his rushing average on 10 carries. Give him the freaking football. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, I get that you might have been down in this game, but you, it wasn't that bad. I, I don't know what happened after halftime. Yeah. It's just, it's just been garbage and everybody knows it. You look on the other side, you know, in that game, Derek Henry had 28 carries. Give Jonathan Taylor 28 carries. Like, why is that a problem? Yeah. I do like Jonathan Taylor in this game a lot against Miami. 100%. We'll talk about him later. He's a low end RB1 for this game. And Naeem Hines, you can throw out there in your flex just because he is seeing that work. He did get in the end zone in this game, caught five of his six targets, 54 yards. He's a flex player. Michael Pittman, though, is a low-end wide receiver too, high-end flex play. He's 12 targets in this game, six receptions for 68 yards. It's not a good catch percentage, but Pittman's been good this season. He's been playable pretty much every week. You can put him in your lineup and feel pretty good. All right, Miami side? Miami side... I don't know what to do with. Do you? Um, I mean, honestly, like, you know, Mike Isecki had a big week. Where did those targets come from? I don't 12 know. 12 targets, 10 yeah. receptions for 86 yards. Where did that come from? Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I love it, though. Yeah, I I've do always too. been a real big Mike Isecki fan. He was 100% their best receiver at last week against the Raiders. Yeah. And, I mean, even Jalen Waddle had 13 targets, but... I, if if, yeah, if it was but me, the problem is he got he got twelve of those thirteen for, for fifty fifty eight yards. yards, right? Like, what were they screen passes? His guys? longest reception was nine yards. Jeez, Louise, it was like a slant. Um, I mean, if I'm looking at this team, I mean, I I'm still I'm still playing Miles Gaskins. I still like Miles Gaskins. Yeah, uh, you you can a hundred percent play Miles Gaskins. Just understand this can happen a lot, especially if he doesn't get right. in the end zone. Right, which he's not. <laughs> he's not getting in the no. end zone. Malcolm Brown got a touchdown. Even Jacoby Brissett ran one in. Uh, so Miles Gaskins did not get one on the ground. He did see three receptions um, on six targets, which is always good. Yeah, uh, but six, only for the nine six yards. Targets is good, yes. But only for nine yards. Um, Will Fuller. He didn't look bad. He's only caught three of his six targets for twenty yards. His first game back. We'll just so have to we'll, wait. We'll kind of have to wait and see. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm I'm kind of playing Miles Gaskins, Mike Gusecki. And maybe if you want to throw Waddle as a flex. If, yeah, if you want to. I don't. I'm just thinking, dude, I mean. 13, he, yo, yeah, he's been seeing the targets. 13 targets is ridiculous. I mean, even if you're in half-point PPR league, that's 11 points on a game where you caught 12 passes. Full yeah. PPR, yeah, that's a very good game. That's true. almost 20 points. But you you can definitely throw him out there as a flex play, but I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. Oh, well, Miami, you'll get it figured out. Mm-hmm. Or not. All right. Browns, Vikings. 
What side do you want to go to? I'm going to go Browns first. Okay. And then you lead it off. Uh, well, I'm still getting everything set up, but uh, I think this should be fairly quick. Playing Nick Chubb for sure. Yeah. I mean, he ended up with 84 yards on the day. He had 22 carries, but this was the cream on show. Yeah. He broke. He had a handful of big plays. Only 10 carries on the ground, but came up with 81 yards and a rushing touchdown. Caught six of his seven targets for 74 yards. Yeah. This is going to happen every once in a while. Yeah, well, the Bears defense, if you really watch, if you watch that games, they were really locking down Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is, you know, more your between the tackles type runner. When they put Kareem Hunt out there, which is why the Browns can be dangerous anyway, because Kareem Hunt, completely opposite of Nick Chubb, and you can kind of... Not fast. Kareem, I think Kareem's Hunt's fast. No, no. Oh, well, I think so, guys. But anyways, you know, he can get these little screen passes and take them and you know, he's just really efficient and he's a very good catcher. Yeah. Uh, our pass catcher. So, um, I like Nick Chubb. I like Kareem hunt. Definitely. You can put, would you put Nick Chubb still to me a, a one, a but would you RB put, one, yeah. would you put Nick Chubb or, um, sorry, Kareem hunt as a two. Do you like him as a low? I like him as a I, low two. He's just, always I think he's a little play. bit, he's just always a flex. I think player. he's a little bit better than a flex play, but, but that's fair. Um, and I'm still going to play Odell this week. But uh, shout so, out Odell, first game back, leads the team in receiving yards, almost led him in receptions, led him in targets, five receptions for seventy-seven yards and nine targets. And I like he the look, efficiency too. He yeah, got downfield. Yeah, he looked good out there. They've just missed on a couple other plays, but he looks good, and this could be a big game for him. Yeah, and I'm still not going to touch Baker. No, yeah, I'm not either. That's I do like in this game. They had uh, six people touch the ball in the backfield, including Case Keenum had three carries. In case you didn't know, I didn't know that actually. <laughs> I watched that game. When did Case Keenum get touches? I don't know. He's got three carries for zero yards, but his longest rush was two yards. So that means he was taking quarterback snaps. Huh. Weird. Yeah, I, I definitely <laughs> turned this game off before this game actually ended. Yeah, I know. But whatever. All right. You want to go to the Vikings? Yeah. Justin Jefferson had himself a game. Told you it was coming. He does that. It happened. He looks great. And Thielen keeps getting the touchdowns. Yep. It just, it happens. My he's, boy. He's another player, how I brought up with T. Higgins earlier. Kirk Cousins has a much longer history of being able to be that efficient with touchdowns, but it's still kind of nerve-wracking. Kirk Cousins was a great play last week. Three touchdowns, 323 passing yards. Dalvin Cook. There's definitely a chance he doesn't play this game. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a chance. If he gets out there, you play him. Just make sure you watch the reports. If he's limited, adjust accordingly. Alexander Madison, if he's the only guy in there, he did. I don't understand Alex Madison because there's been a handful of games where Dalvin Cook hasn't been able to play in the past. And, and he's not Madison, done this good. And he's never done no. this good. I was no. honestly going to give up on him. Had no interest in him. This game he played very well. 26 carries, 112 yards. Added six receptions for 59 yards. Yeah, he had a great game. Didn't get in the end zone. Had a great game. Yeah. Yeah, he he just is confusing. Um, another thing that's kind of confusing, don't read into this too much because I want to see it more consistent, but t- uh, Tyler Conklin, they're tied in. Seven receptions, you know, off of eight targets and a touchdown for 70 yards. He's he's definitely not the best tight end on this team. No, I wish it was Irv Smith, though. Um, but... <sighs> If if it continues, which I I really don't think it's going to, 
don't go out and just start picking them up on the waiver wire right now, guys, because normally that's not. Kirk Cousins isn't always a tight end kind of guy. I mean, if you're in a deep league and you need tight end help, I don't hate it. I'm much less, like, rostering two quarterbacks for a long period of time, I hate. Two Rostering two tight ends, it just depends on who you have. I don't hate it as much if you're just at the bottom of the barrel and you're just right, trying to find a guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I like, just don't see him happen. This happening two or three no. more weeks, you know? Yeah. No. Um, yeah. You're playing Justin Jefferson, low mid wide receiver one, Adam Thielen, high end wide receiver two, Madison. If he's the only guy in there, he's a mid RB two and you can throw cousins out in this game. I believe cousins is the fourth best quarterback so far this season. Yeah, man, he keeps uh, he keeps making it happen. Yep. Unfortunately, we all know that there'll have to be a bad game coming soon, though. Well, I mean, they are <laughs> one and two, so. Yeah, but did you did I tell you that stat though that I I uh, saw a couple weeks ago, where Kirk Cousins leads the NFL and losing games by three points or less in the past. Oh, that like, makes a hundred percent. Yeah, sense. like the past couple of years. Yeah. I'm like, if you go back and look at how many games he's lost by like a field goal or less. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah, Cleveland's favored by two points, so. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Giant Saints. Is there a game you want to watch least this week than this one? Um, I haven't looked at the whole thing. But, yeah, this one would t- this would be pretty freaking close. New Orleans, seven and a half point favorites going against the winless New York Giants. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, it's a pretty gross game. We'll start with the uh, Giants side. Daniel Jones also somehow is a top 10 quarterback so far this season. Is rushing. In fantasy. Yes, that helps a lot. <laughs> He's been pretty much your leading rusher all season. But we had a Saquon sighting. Yes. Saquon showed up. He did. He looked good. 16 carries, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Not great. Rushing efficiency. But what was great was seven targets, six receptions, 43 yards. And they're going to need more of that now without having Sterling Shepard mm-hmm. most likely out. Darius Slayton could be out. It's going to be him and Kenny. And yeah. Saquon's a low-end RB1 right now. Kenny is a low-end wide receiver two right now. Kenny, guys, like, I know it's tough. I have him in two leagues. It's tough. I've been playing him. But if you if you watch the games, he looks very good out there when he's getting the ball. Give him the ball, Daniel Jones. I, I do not want to keep saying it. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Um, one thing that I do want to bring up, just because it was something that we talked about in uh, our for like for our rookies, and it's being talked about a little bit now, not in like huge numbers, but we got to bring it up. So Colin Johnson, we talked about this earlier. Dude just got like basically brought up from the practice squad and had a boss game. Um, seven targets, like unbelievable. Here's what's interesting. Kadarius Tony, their number one draft pick this past year was supposed to come in and like really light this team up because of just his human joystick type maneuvers mm-hmm. and like really open this offense. The dude, he's not seeing anything. No. And you just got outplayed by a practice squad guy. It's a little concerning. I don't know if maybe he's just not fitting in the offense or understanding the playbook. But just keep in mind, guys, like, I know he was drafted in a lot of rookie drafts. Yeah, his dynasty's different. Yeah, but he is not, like, it's sad, man. Hopefully now things, they need him. I mean, I guess they don't. Colin Johnson's just going to keep doing what he does. 
We'll see. <laughs> no, I'm just throwing it out there because it has been talked about, so I wanted to bring it up. Uh, Saints side, though, this is probably the easiest team in the league. You play Alvin Kamara. Yeah, move on. <laughs> Callaway, he did catch four of his five targets for 41 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, but that touchdown was... <laughs> Jameis that was. Just, that was Jameis falling I'm to the ground. one of the only guys who ever defends you, man. Yeah. Don't make it impossible. Yeah, yeah. Literally, Jameis, if, <laughs> if you want a guy that's always been on your side, he's right there. Again, I'm not saying you're a superstar. I'm just saying you're a good quarterback. When you do things like that, you are not a good quarterback. <laughs> you're not doing well. Titans, Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, should be pretty quick with the Jets. Um, Corey Davis, yes, yes or no? I, I like Corey Davis a lot this week. I do. Okay. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the Titans. Titans. AJ Brown's not going to be there. Yeah. So just get that out of your head. He's not going to be there. Yep. Julio. Kind of what happened last week? I don't know. Like, I remember watching the game, and especially at the end of the game, I'm like, where's Julio? And then yeah. I go back today and check the snap percentages. He only had 50% of snaps. Yeah. I haven't heard any injury reports. Didn't see him, like, limping around or anything like that. So I'm not sure. Still playing Julio. Low on wide receiver, too. Derrick Henry. You play him. And um, let's pull up some of these cool stats, because I think that kind of blew. If you haven't realized, so far this season, three yeah. games... Derrick Henry's seen 13 targets for 12 receptions and 105 yards. You're probably like, wow. That's that's not that that crazy. Mm -hmm. He saw 31 targets all of last season for 19 receptions and 114 yards. He's only nine yards behind right now. (laughs) All the games last season receiving-wise. Seven receptions behind. Keep it up, Tennessee. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we've been hoping for. I mean, and it's not a lot. It's Four targets a game, three targets a game. That's all we need, though. That's <laughs> yeah. good enough. He doesn't need Derrick Henry breaks yeah. him off. Yeah, just give him a little bit more in the passing game. Keep this going. Everything's going to be peachy. Yeah, be I mean it's it's amazing because you used to be so reliant on yardage and touchdowns for him. Yeah, I mean you would never. Which is still going to be. Yeah. which is uh, yeah. When but, you, but you have a starts, two thousand yard rusher, if he starts hauling in though three or four receptions a game for like 30, 35, 40 yards. That's huge. That's massive. Because he was not getting Especially that in full point, point PPR. Career. Oh, yeah. So if you're playing full point, like, dude, Derrick Henry, I mean, he had a great week and he didn't even hit the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> Tannehill, he is a good play in this one. Yes. I'm honestly, we have a discussion. Last week in our listener league, yep. we picked up Kirk Cousins, played him over Ryan Tannehill. Cousins yep. had like one or two more points than him. Tannehill had a good game. This yep. week, I'm thinking about going back to Tannehill. I'm not sure. I, we haven't talked about this yet. Or Kirk Cousins against the Browns. We'll yeah, no, I'd, play, we'll I'd just, rather play Tannehill. Okay. So that's it's where the I was Jets. Too. Yeah. It's, I mean, and Tannehill, sneaky, good rusher, five carries, 56 yards. He can get it done with his legs. Uh, I think we mentioned everyone. Yeah. 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 AJ Brown, you're not going to. He, he ain't going to play. Oh, wide receiver. Because if Julio Jones, like, if something comes out, just we watch reports, him. maybe. Yeah. Because I we haven't heard anything about injuries, but again, 50% of snaps isn't good. No. Yeah, because so, he was seeing probably 80, around 80% the two games before that, which yeah. is Yeah, so just, just pay attention if something comes yep. out this week. Yep. All right, Chiefs-Eagles. Chiefs, another tough loss for the Chiefs. Sorry, yeah. but uh, my Herbert call last week, monster guy, that one paid off. Great game. 
But yeah. we're not talking about the Chargers. I almost just started going talking about the Chargers. Yeah. I think both our monster quarterbacks did well last week. So I'm just throwing that out there. We're talking the Chiefs. Chiefs. Patty Mahomes, you play him every week. Clyde Edwards alert. This was really good to see. 17 carries in this game for 100 yards. Yep. He also had only two targets, caught both of them, but for nine yards and a touchdown. Clyde, we're seeing life. This is very good. He looked good in this game. He even fumbled again in this game, but they kept going. They're like, yeah. we believe in you. That's, that's what I do like about this team. All the players, Patrick Mahomes, been coming out even after that fumble that cost him the loss, like, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is our dude. He's a big part of this offense. We just need to keep getting him involved. And so far, they've been true to their word. I did just remember, hopefully, Andy Reid's doing okay. After the game last night, he had to go to the hospital. That's um, right. I haven't heard any reports about that, so he might not be there for this week, but I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, thoughts and prayers go with him and his family. Travis Kelsey. Yep. Maybe the best fantasy player of all time. Yep. And Tyreek Hill. My monster wide receiver of the week just made a trade for him in a league. Uh, I think this is going to be a big Tyreek Hill game. Yeah. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, he, he's seeing the targets. He's just not getting, he's just not getting downfield. Like usually when you sit there and think about what his averages would be, when you, when you say his longest reception or longest play of the game was 18 yards, you're kind of like, that can't be right. Yeah. Because usually he's just downfield more. Uh, so, I mean, his, his average was 11.2. That's that's really really low for Tyreek Hill, so we're not seeing those huge huge plays right now. I mean, the past two weeks, week one, we saw plenty. No, right. I'm just talking. Yeah, last two weeks, we just haven't seen him. So, we'll we'll see. Hopefully, he'll come back this week. Yeah. All right. We got uh, Eagle side. Yeah, Hertz is definitely an option in this game. Should be a high scoring game. Miles Sanders, you can play. Low end wide RB2. I will be curious after watching the Dallas game, but I doubt my opinion changes too much. Smith, you could throw out there as a high end flex play. And Goddard is a capable tight end. We just have to get the targets up. He looks good. He's catching the ball. We just need to get a little bit more targets. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely uh it's definitely tough to me because I really like Devonta Smith as well, but He's just, uh, the consistency is just not there right now. Yeah. So we'll just kind of have to see. Yeah, he is a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a really good rookie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so, so we'll definitely see. I'm not a fan of playing Hurts, but uh, really? if, you, yeah, if you have to, you have to. I like Hurts. I don't know, man. I just keep, I mean, he's already made one mistake in this game. Some of his throws are just, they're not good. He doesn't need that, though. I know. Well, if you keep turning the ball over, you need something. So... I mean, they're getting ready to go down now, 21-7. But anyways, all right, let's move on. Arizona at... Uh, game of the week. The Rams. Yeah, game yeah. of the week. Both teams 3-0. Yeah. Rams, six-point favorites. How do you feel about that one? I think it's going to be a little bit closer than that. But uh, again, Cardinals are an up-and-down team, drive-by-drive. Drive. They are the cardiac Cardinals. You want to start with the Cardinals? Yeah, we can start with the Cardinals. Uh, uh, interesting fact, if you didn't know, Christian Kirk has outperformed DeAndre Hopkins so far this season in total points. Yeah, that is true. Just, uh, that that's is the accurate. one thing I've learned today. Yeah. Another one of those quarterbacks that didn't throw a touchdown this week. I always find that crazy. Yeah. Uh, no way. I thought Kyler Murray was your monster quarterback of the week last week. He was. So you're saying he had a great game? He did. I mean, you got the rush. 316 touchdown. yards and, and a rushing touchdown. He's fine. Yeah, it's fine. 
James Conner, Chase Edmonds. I'm picking Chase Edmonds every day of the week. Conner got in the end zone twice. Still doesn't look great out there. Edmonds is seeing the passing work. Eight targets, seven receptions, 49 yards. Hopkins, you just you keep playing him. You just you keep playing him. He's a low end wide receiver one. AJ Green had a good game. I'll give it to him. He had a good game. Caught five of his six targets for 112 yards. Not playing him. Rondell Moore, after we talked about him last week, talked him up, how good he's looked this season. He comes with uh, two targets, two receptions for one yard, and he had one rushing attempt for three yards. Three touches for four yards. Yeah, it was very disappointing. I believe he also muffed a punt in this game, too. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I just got him in a in our redraft league, too. Yeah. More, I'm not playing him this week. Kirk playing as a high-end flex play. Yeah. Did you chat AJ Green, too? Yeah, that's... It was nice to see. Five yeah. receptions, 112 yards. Don't see it happening again. Not this week, no. <laughs> I just don't. I'm One surprised it happened at all. One of receivers is going to have a big game opposite of DeAndre Hopkins. One yeah. of them will. I'm putting yeah. my money on Kirk. All right, you want to go to the Rams side? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup. If Love you, uh, Stafford this week. Love Stafford this You were week. able to get that stack, you'd be killing it right now. Oh, Cooper Cup. Is he the number one receiver oh, yeah. on the... Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll confirm it. Go ahead. No, and... I, I know for 100% fact he is the number one receiver on this season. Stafford, the Rams last week against the Bucs. You were wrong, by the way. Oh, uh, sure didn't have point. There's no way he's not the number one wide receiver. Keep going. I got it up right now. Cooper Cup, number one wide receiver by... 12 points. Why do I have Tyler Lockett? He's the third overall. Hmm. Interesting. Mike Williams is number two. Rams-Bucks games last week. Great game. Uh, No to any team playing the Rams. Don't let them play with energy. Yeah. That, like... Looking standard. They look unstoppable. Sony, 20 carries, 67 yards. If he's the only guy out there this week, you play him, you feel good about him. Low on RB2, high on flex play. If Daryl Henderson's back, I think the exact same thing. You play Daryl Henderson, not Sony Michelle. Same outcome. Deshaun Jackson caught a couple passes in this game. Don't care. Again, Cooper Cup. Unstoppable. Yep. Number one wide receiver right now. Most confident wide receiver I feel in right now. Robert Woods, though. I'll let you take this one because this one seems to really frustrate you. Yeah, I, uh, frustrating is not the word I would like to like to use. I'm like crying in my sleep. You know, I just have like nightmares of Robert Woods just sitting there on the sidelines, not getting anything. I mean, he's definitely still seeing some targets, but it is getting very frustrating for if you're a Robert Woods owner like myself, who. I really like Robert Woods. Yeah, he's a very good I, receiver. I, I think he's fantastic. Um, I just don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's like, you know, before the season started, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup had like this yeah, they're another, moment or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like Quentin Nelson, Carson Wentz are making tents in the locker room together, staying up late, watching scary movies. Yeah, like they're and doing the same thing. Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford. You know, I, I mean, Robert Woods had six targets, which is great, but like, 
I mean, that's the same amount of targets Van Jefferson is getting, and he's supposed to be the number three. Yeah. Um, Tyler Higby, you know, got five targets this this game, which oh yeah, it, which the is ball great. Is spread around incredibly evenly, except Cooper Cup sees twice the targets as he's get, yeah, guy. 12, 12 <laughs> targets on the on the game awesome. and for nine receptions. So it, it's just ridiculous to me that Robert Woods is not seeing a little bit more. You still play him high in flex play right now. You unless you have a clear cut better option, I'm still playing Robert Woods. Yeah, and Higby. This was Higby's a good game, but yeah. Higby, a tight end, 100%, you can play him, 100%. Yeah, you can, but you, you, you're you going to get one of those games where it's either going to be good or it's going to be oh, really bad. Oh, you mean bad. like last week? Yeah, yeah. yeah last week was terrible. Yeah. This week, great. Still lost both weeks, but it's fine. <laughs> game of the week. Yeah, yeah. How is this not the Sunday night game? I don't know, man. I swear, like, they just kind of do things. Because even, like, the next oh, game we're going to... that's because it's Bucks patriots I forgot. Oh, That okay. makes sense. Seahawks 49ers. No, they're going to be a very good game. Yeah, it's all division stuff here right now, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Division Tyler Lockett week? not having a good game. Didn't have a good game last week. Sucks. I had him in a league. It sucks. Four receptions, 31 yards. Russell Wilson, you play in this game. Chris Carson, you play in this game. Chris Carson looked great last week. He only had 12 carries, but went for 80 yards and a touchdown. Seahawks last week, they started this game hot, mm-hmm. and then it just evaporated evaporated DK Metcalf mid low end wide receiver one Tyler Lockett high end wide receiver two for this game shout out Seattle maybe they heard me Gerald Everett five targets five receptions 54 yards he looks like one of the worst people to tackle sometimes out there like DK Metcalf and Gerald Everett out on the field together sometimes I forget which one's which because they (laughs) just they're huge hit the closest person to them yeah yeah, so we do know that they did hear us because Pete Carroll called into the show and said, that, oh, yeah, we forgot about Gerald dude, Everett. Dude, you're not supposed to. Sorry. We had a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, well, it's okay. It's not going to be okay. We'll just have to cut it. You're just going to have to pay for the lawyer. Okay, well, it's fine. That's why we, we have one already. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was really nice to see Gerald Everett get into, this, into the game. And uh, I think there's going to be more utilization moving forward. Not playing him yet, though. No, Just, not at all. If you give me another week like this, you can put him in your lineups. Keep yeah. him on your bench if you want to. But um, and, and, I mean, this is also a team, too, where you're going to, just like a lot of other teams right now, trying to guess who's going to be that number one that week. This just happened to be DK's week. Prior couple weeks, it was Tyler Lockett. We'll kind of see what's going to happen this coming week. Yep. Yep. San Francisco. Kittle. About time. He uh he's good. He's really good, man. In a game, the first game they really needed him. He showed up and made big plays in this game. I love Kittle this week. Again, yep. he's my monster tight end. Jimmy G doesn't look great at times. Yeah, they there's been talks, man. I don't know how much longer he's gonna be playing. I think a while. Trey yeah. Lance, um, I think he's thrown one pass. Yeah, I think it's just literally just been one pass. He got in this game, I think twice for uh, one carry. He got the touchdown on it, and the other one was just a diversion. I only see one carry. Yeah, it did, but he took a snap back with the quarterback oh, got position, it. Got and they it. just handed the ball off. Sermon got in there. 10 carries, 31 yards. He didn't look great. He had a couple bad drops in his game. Got in the end zone. I'm not playing. I'm not playing any running back because there's a chance Michelle's back in this game. Elijah, 
what? Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah, I don't know why I said Michelle. <laughs> Clo- I mean, very close. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. If he's back, he'd be the guy I would play. Yeah. It would be a flex play, but I was, wouldn't feel confident in it. There also was a Brandon Ayuk sighting in this game. Yeah. Also had some bad drops in this game. Like yeah. early, um, they, they went back to him later in the game. He caught four of his six targets for 37 yards and a touchdown. Debo again leads the way with 10 targets, five receptions, 52 yards. Kittle, top tier tight end option. Debo Samuel, low end wide receiver two. Ayuk, you can throw in your flex right now. Yeah. Any uh, disagreements? No, I'm just not. I'm not a fan of Ayuk right now. I think you can throw him out there in your flex. Yeah. They looked at him enough. He got the end zone target. Yeah, which is stupid. Should have went to Depot, but whatever. Yeah, I have nothing else positive to add to that game. Okay. Ravens Broncos. Yep. I'm actually kind of intrigued by this game. I'm. I can't lie. I've enjoyed watching the Broncos this year. Pretty much every week. Yeah, I like watching the Broncos. Yeah, I did just make a trade for uh, Javonta Williams. I'm pretty yeah, kind yeah, of excited. With the Broncos, yeah, I'm kind of excited to kind of see how this offense is going to keep moving forward. Rest of the season, you go in Javante, you go in Melvin Gordon. I'm going Javante. Okay. Good. good I, I gave him out. He he had a good game last week. He did. He saw less work than um, Melvin Gordon. Their averages were pretty close. Receiving game-wise, though, he saw more targets, more receptions than Melvin Gordon. They both got in the end zone once. Melvin Gordon had slightly the better game. They're both low in RB2, high in flex plays right now. Uh, Tim Patrick, I believe he's only not caught one of his targets so far this entire season. Yeah, dude, he's killing it right he now. He looks great out there. He outperformed Corlin Sutton this game. Sutton and Tim Patrick are both high in flex plays right now. This isn't the, um, it's not the best matchup, but no fan you can throw out there at the tight end position coming off a rough week. Not looking at Teddy. Oh, uh, also KJ Hamler is also out for the rest of the season. He tore his ACL. Yeah, but unfortunately he hasn't been very relevant no. this season. Sadly, I do like KJ Hamler, but I don't. Oh, well, that's fine. You, you do you. All right. Uh, Raven side. Ravens, Lamar, you start as far as the other people go. <laughs> Mark Andrews, yep. great play. Yep. Marquise Brown was this close to having him. He dropped his pass. He was maybe, he was less than 10 yards away from the end zone, close mm-hmm. to the 10-yard line, and he had about a five-yard cushion from these two defenders. If he would have caught that, he's yeah, it was a bad. Almost, he, almost certainly getting in the end zone there for a big play, but he dropped it. Yeah, that was a bad He drop. was that close. Saw seven targets, tied for the lead last week. Didn't have a great game, though. Only caught three of them for 53 yards. You're playing Marquise Brown. The running backs, though. I don't know what happened this past week. Yeah, Latavius man. Murray took over, led them with seven carries. So that's a ton. That's a lot of rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. 28 yards. Yep. Tyson Williams, five carries for 22 yards. Outside of Lamar Jackson, seven carries. The other three running backs saw a combined 15 carries between the three of them. That's just not normal Baltimore Ravens football. No, it's very strange. And I think it tells them the, you know, they don't, they put up 19 points against one of the worst defenses in the league. Yeah. You know, I, 
the Lions defense honestly didn't play that bad. No, I, but, but, it was, but was it the Lions defense playing good or was Baltimore playing that bad? Like, that's where I'm going to try and say because they like, missed some throws. Lamar was under pressure a decent amount of the time. He tried they solving run the it running the ball, but yeah, he couldn't. If I'm picking a running back, it's still Tyson, but um, he's a flex spot. I love Tyson. Hopefully Gus Edwards is back soon. I mean, honestly, I would rather take Latavius Murray, but I wouldn't. You do you, bro. Uh, and then we'll wait a week and see. Yes. If he gets uh, out Bateman there, Miko, um, Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Kind of just see don't, yeah, you're not playing him. You don't need to own him or anything in any normal redraft leagues, dynasty, obviously. But I got him in dynasty. Yeah, what, what? All right. Anything else? No. All right. Let's go to the Steelers Packers game. Should be an absolute monstrosity up that way. I would be willing to bet anything in the world right now that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a top 10 pick in next year's NFL draft. <laughs> I don't think it's Steelers a... suck. Dude, Steelers are look, so bad. Yeah. The defense isn't even good right now. No. Like, they are not threatening at all. No. Like, they're not last. I don't. Steelers suck. Ben Roethlisberger legitimately might retire any game now. And I think that would be the correct choice for him. I don't know what he's doing out there. Najee Harris was your leading receiver in this game. He saw 19 targets. Najee Harris is a very capable pass catcher. 19 targets in a game for a running back is crazy. Caught 14 of them for 102 yards. But his work on the ground, 14 carries for 40 yards. I don't think he's broke 45 yards rushing in any game yet this season. We got to see more of that passing work. I think we're going to see more of that passing work. Juju might not play in this game. We don't know about Deontay. Right. Am I talking fast or am I just... No, dude, I, I, I agree. I mean, the thing where I, well, I agree and disagree... My more concern is not their defense, it's their offense, just not being able to move the ball. Well, yeah, no. The but off- here's why. Here's why. They technically do have a top four rushing or um, run defense. They also No, they do. They're top I mean, four they run defense. 90 yards and they're a top 12 week. pass defense. I don't care. They're awful. They do not. But again, I don't think it's the defense. I don't no, think no, their defense is playing well. But I'm just saying, well. like, if you had to bet on one thing being good for the Steelers this year, it would have been, everyone would have said the defense will be good. Right. They're not even good. But I think I think the defense isn't bad. I just think their offense is so bad. It doesn't, again, Washington's this way. Last Washington year, has a good it defense. Was hard to complete a pass against the Steelers. I That's fair. But again, here's my thing, is Washington has a good defense. The reason their defense has not looked great is because their offense sucks. If you're the only thing on the field for majority of the game, you're not going to play well. I under, yeah, I understand that. that that's all it comes I mean, down yeah, to. Yeah, the ben, ben, Big Ben, the offensive line, are the major, major big problems. Big Ben looks us. terrible. <laughs> yeah, he does. Claypool saw 15 targets in this game, caught nine of them for 96 yards. If Claypool's out there, if one of the other two receivers miss, you play Claypool. If Deontay's out there, you play Deontay. If all three of them are out there, you play Deontay and... <laughs> You I'd, play, I'd play Claypool over Juju, but... Yeah, I, I I agree. I do. Yeah. Najee, though, I think this could be another big week for Najee. Yeah. Didn't even get in the end zone last week. Had a great game. Yeah. All receptions. 19 targets. Yeah. There you go. You want a running back? That, Chris McCaffrey doesn't even see 19 targets. Honestly, I bet Chris McCaffrey's <laughs> never seen 19 targets in a game. I don't think he's ever seen 19 targets. <laughs> I'm looking that up right this second. Yeah, go ahead and check that, because we'll, we fat check, on, at, you know... On demand, we need to. I don't, yeah, I do not think he has ever seen 19 targets. 19 on a game. targets is 
absurd. It is. So far, I've seen two 15s, maybe three 15s. He's had 15 a handful of times. Yeah, which um, is close, but it's not 19. No, and that is his highest. Yeah, 15. So Najee broke a record. <laughs> I mean, I love it. He's on my dynasty team. I know you do. That's just crazy. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, I, I will have to make this statement. As much as I love him seeing 19 targets, <laughs> I don't hope that continues too much like that. Well, it's not. I mean, Deontay was I, gone. Juju left right, early. I, I still want to see him be a running back. <laughs> well, he doesn't have the opportunity. Yeah. Well, that's because they got no offensive line, too, yeah. but still. Packer side. Never. Rodgers is very good. I love Rodgers this week against the Steelers. I think Rod, I think the Packers are going to kill the Steelers. I just I love week one, though. kill the Steelers. Week one with the Packers. Everybody's like, oh, my God, they suck. They're terrible. And blah, blah, blah. Well, if you thought that, you're just dumb. <laughs> Here I'll we are. Say it, you're dumb. Here we are. Aaron Jones yep. leading the league in uh, touchdowns. Yep. Not a big surprise. Yep. He's really good. You play Aaron Jones high in RB1. Rodgers high in... I, I I do. I really like Rodgers in this game. I'm curious. What is the point spread for this game? Six Green Bay, six and a half point favorites. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Rodgers, you play Devontae Adams. Big game. 18 targets. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Najee still had one more target. Yeah, that is, is insane. 12 receptions, 132 yards in the touchdown. MVS caught a touchdown. You're not worrying about any other receivers. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Jones. It's Devontae Adams. And it was a very bad follow-up week to Robert Tanyan's good week. One target, one reception for six yards. Tanyan, you can play any given week you want to. Mm-hmm. He's just in that group of guys. He needs to get in the end zone. Yep. Yep, that's it. All right, Bucks Patriots, game of the week. Six and a half point favorites. First off, what do you think is going to happen? I think Bucks win by ten. Okay, that's fair. I I meant more in the like, do you think they're going to cheer or boo? Oh, they're going to cheer, hundred percent. They're going to cheer. Yeah. Okay. They're going to cheer. I'm I'm just curious because like New England fans, like you know, they're they're, they're very true to their their team, <laughs> and if you're not on their team. They're going to cheer. Okay. Bucks. Brady. How much do you want to bet on? I feel like we should bet on that because I don't think they will. Think no, they're, they're going to cheer. Uh, it's okay. going to go crazy. All right. That's fair. Go ahead. Bucks. Love Brady in this game. Love Godwin in this game. Like Edwin Evans in this game. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown will probably be back out there. He missed last week because he was on the COVID exemplist. Yep. Could be back out there. Gronk left last week. And when he came back, he did not look right. He did not look the he same. He looks no. really old. He already didn't move very well. He just looks, he looked broken out there. Yeah. He, he's been doing well because of his, again, what we talked about, hyper efficiency as far as touchdowns oh, yeah. go. He's just been raking in these, these touchdowns. Um, yeah. I'm not looking. For, I don't, th- if Gronk plays, he might lose a leg this week. Cause when he came he's back on that play. field, like he, he, he just didn't, he did not look like he could run. Like no. something was going on with a knee, just something. Might be, maybe a hip. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he if, just didn't look if right. If Brown's out there again, if all three of these receivers are out there and healthy and it's a pretty good matchup, you can play all three of them. Gronk, you, you got to play him, unfortunately. You can, but yeah, 100% play him. It was OJ Howard, caught a pass. Yeah, Cameron Brate was up. out there too. Yeah, Brate, almost, I think. Did he get in the end zone or did he get close to getting in the end zone? I don't know. I can't remember if he got in or not. 
We were kind of also eating dinner at that time. Not playing a running back. Nope. They just don't run the ball. They don't nope. like it. They don't need it. Well, and Geo seems to be the guy now because well, he's getting the passing work. Well, yeah, but what I'm what I'm saying is is both uh, Fournette and Ronald Jones were having fumbling issues and drops and stuff. Oh yeah, both so. of them are unreliable to say the best. Yeah, the Bucks will be drafting a running back this year. Play Bucks defense to him. Oh yeah, they probably won't. Yeah. No, that's not Bruce Arian style. <laughs> they drafted Keyshawn Vaughn, and he's a. He's not even on the field. No. Patriots side. Mac Jones is not. You're not. Damian Harris had six carries last week. Right. What is happening? He saw two targets, two receptions for negative three yards. So that means that was Mac Jones getting tackled to the ground. And he just dumped it off behind the line. And Damian Harris immediately got taken to the ground. Damian Harris. You got this. You cannot. I don't I don't want to play him. I don't. You can't play him this week. The receiver wise, I don't think you can play a single player. You played Jacoby Myers. Kendrick Bourne, I'm not believing him. It's one week, eight targets he saw. He caught six of them for ninety six yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Myers is the only person that interests me. Are you playing him? Fourteen targets in this game, nine receptions for ninety four yards. I don't think I'm playing anybody from the Patriots in this game. I'll throw Myers out there as a high influx play. I just think this defense, I mean, this defense has been exposed oh, a lot, again, but bucks are winning by 10 plus points. Yeah. And, and even if the bucks do that, you're debating if they're going to cheer at the beginning of the game, they're going <laughs> to cheer when Brady kills the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. I do see, I could see that happening maybe, but yeah, I, I'm not a fan of anybody on the Patriots right now. Playing Myers this looks game. good. He makes good catches. I'll throw Myers out there. Okay. That's fair. But again, I'm not playing anybody. Got anything else? No. Monday night game. Raiders, Chargers. I think Chargers won. I don't know, man. I, I Raiders keep just winning games. Okay, we'll start with the Raiders side. I know he's just not putting up a ton of stats, but Brian Edwards looks good when he's got the ball in his hands. <laughs> Dude, like, yeah, they got to start I, throwing I, to him a little bit more. I love Brian Edwards. Like, yeah. he, he, he led the, the team in receiving yards on three catches on five targets, three receptions, 89 yards. Henry Ruggs did have a very good catch in this game. He high-pointed the ball, got his feet in, he was going down the sideline. He saw seven targets, caught four of them for 78 yards. Waller, another not great game. Seven targets, five receptions, 54 yards. For a normal tight end, that's fine. For Darren Waller, that's a little disappointing. Right. I do... Okay, so you're obviously playing Waller. Edwards and Ruggs, are they both flex plays? Or You know, it's weird because I'm going to bring something up that I don't even know if it was on your radar. But sometimes I feel like Hunter Renfro is kind of the go-to. Well, it's third and Renfro. That's about yeah, it. Third yeah. downs. That's the only time he gets Yeah, the but I mean, he still has five five receptions, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's a better game than than Henry Ruggs. Oh, yeah. That, he had the best receiver game out of anyone. You know, so, I mean, I just think that there's still always a connection there, especially around the goal line. I, I would rather have Brian Edwards than Henry Ruggs, to be honest, but I just want to see five targets is fine, but I just want to see... The targets still go up a little bit more. Oh, they need to go up Want them to be seven, eight, seven, eight, maybe eight nine, yeah. and then have five or six catches for, you know, 100, 110, yep. and hopefully get in the end zone. Yep. 
So we're done with the receivers. Shout out Peyton Barber. Like, for real, that was an impressive game. 23 mm-hmm. carries for 111 yards and a touchdown. He looked good. He was able to run against Miami, and that's one of the reasons why I'm big on Jonathan Taylor this week. Peyton Barber looked good. Josh yeah. Jacobs. I don't think he's going to be back this week. I, probably not. Right. If Peyton Barber's there again against the Chargers, you play him? Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. Low and flex play if you play him. Yeah, I think it's just really funny that you go out and bring in Kenyon Drake on a pretty decent sized contract. Oh, very and decent sized Pey- contract. And then here's Peyton very. Barber. <laughs> yep. Coming in 23 carries and Kenyon Drake had eight. Yep. Like how I mean, how ridiculous is that? Yeah, I mean he saw six tar Drake saw six targets, caught three of them for thirty three yards, but Barber would be the guy I'd play, yeah. Charger side though. Herbert, great game last week. Mike Williams is a problem, man. He is. <laughs> the difference right now between Mike Williams and Keenan Allen is the touchdowns. Mike Williams has three more touchdowns since Keenan Allen. That's yep. like the only difference between them. Both of them are playing great this year. They're killing it. Herbert looks to them a lot. I love the Chargers off. I, I, I like the Chargers a lot. They're a good team this year. Mm-hmm. Herbert, you play in this game. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, both low-end wide receiver ones, high-end wide receiver twos. Cook, you can throw out there as a tight end streamer if you're desperate. Eckler, you keep playing him. Mm-hmm. He's 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 been really good this year. He only had 11 carries last week for 55 yards, but again, six targets, six receptions for 52 yards and receiving touchdown. They have a big four in this team. You play those big four. Yep. Sounds good, man. You got anything else you want to add? No. All right. Let's chat DFS. Yeah. All right. We've been winning money each week, so. Keep listening. If you want to win some money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't you don't have to listen, yeah. but if you want to win money, you can. Yeah. All right. So let's start with quarterbacks. Yeah, we got two of them. First one I'll lead off. Like we just talked about with the matchup. I love Aaron Rodgers this week. I yeah. think the Packers are going to destroy Pittsburgh, and I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have himself a day. Yeah. Sixty eight hundred dollars. And I think this is a good tournament play because I think a lot of people are not going to be on Rodgers against Pittsburgh. Yeah, no, and I like the price too, man. It's Coming off bad. a big week, and this leading into the second one's Matthew Stafford against Arizona, who yes. we I also think can have a really big one. week. Mm-hmm. But it, even at seven thousand, like those are both really good prices for quarterbacks this week. Yeah, yeah. I usually I put three quarterbacks out there. I only did two this week because a lot of them are the high end guys don't have great matchups, or you're either just paying a lot, and the lower tier guys just wasn't feeling them. Just the. Um, <laughs> I, I will now because how confident you are. I yeah, like it. Let's I'll do put it. a, I'm going to make one lineup with Justin Fields in it for sure. Same. Cause right. I think Allen Robinson's super cheap too. That'd be a super cheap stack. Yeah. Running backs. DeAndre Swift. Of course. DeAndre Swift. $6,200. Wildly underpriced. He is the fourth best running back in fantasy right now. And like we talked about it earlier, he's seeing an incredible amount of targets, good rushing and mm-hmm. usage out of the backfield, mm-hmm. getting in the end zone. DeAndre Swift's a monster. He looked incredible. He is incredible. You play him. You pay the $6,200. Chicago doesn't scare me. Okay. Uh, we also, like we said a couple times now, Jonathan Taylor, $6,300 yes. against Miami. Should be a lock. This should be, I mean. Should be They gave lock. up 111 yards to Peyton Barber last week. Yep. Give him more than 10 rushing attempts. I He'll want do about 15, 18 rushing attempts in this game, and I want about five receptions. You give me that, he's giving you 20-plus points. Yep. 
And last but not least, Najee Harris again against Green Bay. Yeah, I threw this one in there because I think there's a decent chance they don't have their full receiving core again. Mm. And 19 targets, man. Yeah, you can't <laughs> get over 19 targets. targets. Like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Honestly, that is um, almost as many targets as Derrick Henry saw all of last season. Yeah, and, and one, is more and, than and one game. Yeah, that is more than a lot of running backs have seen so far this season. All right, wide receivers, who we got there? DJ Moore. $6,600 first Dallas. DJ Moore has been lighting it up so far this season. I love this play. He, um, the higher end guys, I don't love a ton of them. DJ Moore, $6,600. I like this one a lot. Yeah. And we also got Christian Kirk, super 53 cheap. against the Rams. Yes. Yeah, super super cheap. cheap. And again, he's having a really solid, consistent season. Yeah. At two out of the three weeks, he's looked great. And yep. again, side note, he has outperformed DeAndre Hopkins this year. I believe he's a top 15 receiver right now in the league. He is. Who else? Corey Davis, $5,000 versus Tennessee. I know week two wasn't great Mm -hmm. after that huge week one. Week three is starting to see the targets again. I like this play. It's it's just, it's super cheap. Jets have no one else. I think this is a decent volume play at $5,000. Tennessee's defense doesn't really scare me. Tennessee is going to get up. They're going to have to throw the ball. I'm going Corey Davis. Yeah, we also got Terry McLaurin at 69 against Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, not, uh, Terry, Terry's always a good play, yep. to be honest. Um, but hopefully, yeah, this week, you know, against Atlanta, that, like we say, that defense isn't going to scare me this week at all. No. And I think they're going to have to pass the ball a lot because I do think Atlanta's going to be able to score. Um, and so I think it's going to be maybe a little bit high, more high scoring than we anticipate. And then last but not least, we got OBJ. Yeah, I'll let you talk about OBJ. Yeah, he's my boy this week. He's yeah. one of my monster guys. Super cheap, $5,800 against Minnesota's defense. Yeah, which is just not, it's not good. Like, their corners are not good. The just defense is not a typical Minnesota Vikings defense. And I just think, again, coming back, he had, I think it was seven or eight uh, targets last week. nine targets nine last targets. week. It was like five receptions for like maybe 70 yards. Something yeah, something around, something around those lines, which is fine. Um but I think if those targets go up just slightly again, well, you don't really gets, need the targets to go up much. It's just higher completion percentage. Getting but the I think zone. it will go up though. That's what I it just, could. that's what I'm saying. I think it'll go up slightly and I think he'll find the end zone this week for sure. Yep. Titans. Yeah. We can talk about. Them. Yeah. I mean, week one, we didn't. So there might, there's definitely <laughs> going to be weeks where we don't talk about Titans this week. There might not be any good ones. <laughs> I love George Kittle this week. $5,900. You're paying because it was a Sunday night game and the first two weeks he wasn't that great. $5,900, you buy Kittle here. I'm going to have him pretty much in every lineup mm-hmm. against Seattle. I, I think that's a steal. Yeah. Last but not least, we got Mike Isecki. If you're looking for something a little bit cheaper, 4000 against uh, Indy, this could be a smash play. It could, and it could but be it could also three can, targets for two receptions for 22 yards. Yeah, it could, ba- it could backfire. We're going to be completely honest. I, but... I, I mean, because Kelsey, you can pay for Kelsey anytime you want, and it's going to be a good play. Yeah, he's, you're going to return on your investment. I think he's at sixty eight hundred dollars this week, isn't he? Oh no, he's way higher than that. He's Seven? like eighty one hundred. Ugh, never mind. He's but he puts up the points. It's not a bad play. But once you get out that side, those couple top guys, it's just really gross. Yaseki <laughs> is really cheap, four thousand dollars against Indy. There's a chance he sees that high target volume again. So. I like Gusecki. You looking up yeah. Travis yeah. Price? Yeah, eighty hundred. Yeah, eighty one. Jeez. Yeah, it's a joke. What's his uh, fantasy points per game average? So twenty four point three. 
worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not. I'm just, just saying. But, all right, those are our uh, DFS plays for this week. Uh, let us know if you guys are winning money. We always like to know. Because, uh, again, we, we've won three weeks in a row, I think. Um, but uh, let us know what you guys are doing. Uh, again, if they wanted to let us know, James, where could they find us at? Uh, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and the Internet in general, the Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monsters Podcast. Again, two things. Don't forget to check out um, our uh, website. Check out that T-shirt. If you want to get into the drawing to be able to win that T-shirt, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And again, shout out to Generate Health for all of the stuff that they are doing in our community here. Um, check out on our website as well. There's a link to go over to their website so you can learn how you can donate or maybe just get involved um, like we have. So definitely check them out. Yep. Um, but thanks again, guys, for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah, have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be ruby in the mood, I can be rotten I can be cruel, mind like a fool, but never forgotten Creeping in the dark, waiting